Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea, and it is good to have you with us again. Um, It's been an interesting week, has it not? Uh, I think if uh, there was one big takeaway from uh, this past week, as far as what's been going on within the United States, it's that uh, politics in America is a blood sport. It's, it's not just a full contact sport. It's, it's not like touch football or anything. And things are coming out where you're sitting there scratching your head and going, uh, yeah, this is pretty much what used to happen. And it's still happening in uh, third world nations, places like Romania, like Moldova, like Ukraine, uh, like, like all these other uh, nations where um, politics runs everything and the people in power do everything they can in order to influence uh, everything around them. Uh, it's good to be with you. Today is January the 25th, the year of our Lord 2024. Uh, we're here. Uh, this is a recorded program. However, it's fresh. It's so fresh. Things that happened uh, today will be talked about today. And uh, there's a lot to discuss because it would seem like uh, the federal government is uh, dead set against uh, states protecting their borders. Uh, they're very excited about the idea of being able to control what states do as far as border security is concerned. And, uh, Even uh, the European Union chief now uh, has declared that open borders are the way to go because no wall and no fence can stop illegals. Well, uh, from the things that I've heard, and I don't know, I have not confirmed it yet, but there's a trucker convoy headed to Texas that'll take a crack at... uh, stopping the illegal border crossers. Um, As far as the Boldia home is concerned, uh, yesterday my eldest uh, got her expanders. And if you've never seen a kid with expanders, they produce a lot of saliva. And uh, they have a very hard time saying the word S. So it's like this. And so me being, uh, you know, the father of the year that I am, I offered her a whole dollar if she could repeat after me. Uh, Sisyphus sailed his ship seeking sailors and seashells on the seashore. And, um, well, great fun was had by me. I don't know about anyone else. Uh, My wife gave me a wry look. Don't tease the child. And I'm not teasing the child. It's hilarity. Because she, she kept trying, a dollar's a dollar, you know. I mean, uh, some, some kids in China have to build an entire iPhone to earn that dollar. Uh, so uh, she tried to, to say Sisyphus sailed his ship uh, by the seashore seeking sailors and seashells. But um, she didn't quite succeed. I know. 
I, I'm not a terrible father. Please don't with the emails. Oh, that's horrible. She took it in stride. She got her dollar even though she couldn't complete the sentence because, you know, she tried. Uh, and uh, I know participation trophies are not the thing, but she didn't get a trophy. She just got a dollar. Now, the big thing that uh, I want to focus on and discuss today is uh, the leaked audio that, uh, and, I, and I'm sure that I think Carrie Lake leaked the audio, and I think she knew what she was doing when she recorded it. So, and, and, and we're going to discuss that too. But allow me to take a sip of my delicious beverage. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is because apparently people are like, hey, try to get off the coffee and see how hard it is. I do. Whenever I go on a fast, there is no coffee, there is no water, there is no food. And so, yes, I do get headaches. I get a little testy. My temper is shorter than usual. But you know what? We adapt and we overcome because that's what we do. So today, since I'm not fasting, I will be enjoying my hot, delicious beverage, coffee. Oops, I told you what it was. But you don't know if it's black or not. Oh, that hits the spot every time. Now, first, if you don't know what I'm talking about as far as uh, the, the leaked audio uh, by Carrie Lake between uh, a, a conversation between her and the GOP chairman of Arizona, you should look into it. It's very eye-opening because some people still fail to understand what politics in America has become. And they still think that one person, one vote is, is, is the way things are. It's not. It's, it's utter and complete corruption. This is why I hold out no hope for 2024, even though uh, by, by all accounts, it would seem like uh, the big orange man is going to be the, the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party, uh, even with all the Democrat votes that Nikki Haley got in New Hampshire, because it's, a, it's an open primary state, and, and Democrats went to vote for Nikki Haley because of their hatred for the big orange man. Now, that doesn't mean that come the, the, the general election in November, they would actually vote for Nikki Haley if she was the nominee. They'd still vote for, for the carcass in a diaper. Uh, uh, also known as or AKA, I know, see, we're, 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 we're learning the lingo, AKA Joe Robinette Biden. So it, it doesn't matter who the nominee is on the Republican side. These people are still going to vote for a carcass in a diaper because to them, party is everything. They're loyal to the party, not the individual. And what they're not understanding is that both parties are corrupt to the guilt. If you haven't heard the audio of this thing, it's worth a listen. Now, given that she knew she was recording, I think Carrie Lake comes uh, off a little more uh, patriotic than she would have otherwise if the recording had been from the other side, because she's a political animal like all the others. And I know all the Carrie Lake fans are, she's, she's pure as the driven snow, how dare you? I'm just saying. If you're in politics and you're a politician, uh, there's, there's, there's no such thing as, as, as a righteous politician. 
Your entire career path is to, to make compromises so that you'd win. Now, she knew she was recording this conversation. So she came off, uh, you know, as, as Joan of Arc of 2023, waving the American flag, you know, uh, sitting side saddle next to Donald Trump and his M-16s. Uh, so I don't know how much weight I can put behind her reaction but I know what I heard coming from the representative of the Republican Party, USA, in Arizona. This guy was the chairman. He wasn't some lackey. He wasn't some guy that decided to, you know, throw out some feelers. This is a man that came to her with a solid offer. And we've discussed this over the years, how supposed, you know, well-meaning and, 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 and righteous politicians uh, go back on their word and become human detritus. Now, you know, that, that goofball that ran as uh, the vice presidential candidate from uh, Wisconsin, the one that got on the Fox board, now you know how these things happen. you got to look behind the curtain. you got to peek at what the American political machine is. And it's not Republican or Democrat. It's globalist and populist. It's the people that don't want borders, that don't want any laws, people that, that want one world walking around humming Michael Jackson's song, We Are the World. We Are the Children. Well, apparently, no, not, not the children. We don't want children. Because every, every westernized nation right now is uh, having less children than uh, they ought to to keep uh, the baseline population going. Because, hey, why have children? They're so needy. I know, but they're also beautiful. And they also inspire hope. And they also inspire joy. And they make you smile. And you look at them and you see a little bit of yourself and a little bit of the one you love. And you go, God is amazing. This is beautiful. But no, we don't, we don't want kids anymore. Kill them. Kill them all. We, we, we're we're going to have a, a, you know, Hunter Games version of, uh, Hunger Games version of, uh, you know, just releasing children into the wild and hunting them because, you know, post-birth abortion is becoming a thing now. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We have done this to ourselves. We have ruined civilization. And all these people that were the spearheads of this nonsense that are starting to see the, just, just the monster they've created are trying to pull back on the throttle a little bit. This isn't what we wanted. Well, this is what you got, isn't it? Because that's the whole thing about compromise. That's the whole thing about getting in bed with evil. That's the whole thing about not calling crazy crazy. Eventually, the crazies will outnumber you, and then you won't have a voice. Because I, I see this on, like, like, Christian platforms. Some guy that was the biggest proponent of, of, of every perversion finally has a bit of a turning. Well, I think we've gone too far. Oh, look, he's finally seeing the light. I don't care. Because you pushed this. You pushed this for the last 20 years when normal people were going, this is lunacy. They were pointing at you as the normal person going, you know what, you don't belong in society. Look at you trying to impede human progress. 
now that you're seeing the, the, the almost fully grown monster you've created, because it's not matured yet, it, it, it's still learning to, to get its sea legs. But once you see the fully matured monster you've created, you should be ashamed, so ashamed that you lay your head in between your knees and never look up and never speak and utter another public word again. Don't give me the, well, maybe we've gone a bit too far. You did this. And people should remember that you did this. Because now you're trying to align yourself with the, with the side of righteousness when the side of righteousness has been so depleted over the years because they've been browbeaten into silence. Now what, are you going to come on my show? I don't want you. So I don't care. I don't care that you feel bad about how bad it's gotten. Everyone knew this was how bad it was going to get. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah. That's the end result of a compromised generation. That's the end result of a compromised people. That's the end result of a compromised nation. But we wanted to be inclusive and and embrace people for where they were and, and not for where we wanted them to be. Well, good on you. There you are. The Word of God never says embrace people where they are. It says call people to repentance. All right? You are the one that discounted the words of Scripture. You are the one that discounted the book. You are the one that decided, well, we need to be a little more tolerant than the Bible prescribes because I think in the long run it will open the eyes of people that Christians aren't that bad. You know what? People's eyes weren't open that Christians aren't that bad. We're still being blighted. We're still being persecuted. We're still being maligned. We're still being ostracized by the godless who are now seeing their children committing suicide in, in, in grotesque numbers because they're the ones that pushed them to cut off bits and pieces of themselves and then sew bits and pieces on. So no. And I didn't even wake up angry this morning. I woke up with a smile on my face because of the Sisyphus sailing his ship. It was hilarious. I should have recorded it. But here we are, and there's people backpedaling now that they've seen the monster close up. I, I, don't, I don't care about your backpedaling. All right? Because the moment the winds turn again, you're going to jump to the other side. It all depends on where your uh, toast, what side your toast is getting buttered on. All right? Any Christian that falls for the nonsense, and any Christian that finances the lifestyles of these people that are so wishy-washy that they'll say anything they need to say as long as the dollars keep coming in, you deserve what's coming. Every inch of it, you deserve what's coming. But let's get back to what's happening in the Republican Party. I know, this is the, the party of God. No, it's not. There's no such thing as a godly political party. There's bad and worse. If those are your only two options, be smart and choose bad instead of worse. I'm going to sit it out to to make a point. What? That a cadaver in diapers is going to be president for eight years in this country and and just completely ruin the thing where even illegals that that have never seen indoor plumbing don't want to come here anymore? Allow me to sip from my delicious beverage. I know you're thinking to yourself, you don't need any more coffee. Well, guess what? Turbo time. 
Oh, that is foul. It's so delicious. It's so foul. It's delicious. That's that's. Oh, that'll put hair on your chest. And and you don't even have to be a boy. I know. <laughs> See humor. There we go. We calm down. The caffeine just calmed me down a bit. Just do it or do it. Whatever, however you want to call him. He, he's, uh, if, if his assertions were right, he's probably going to, you know, uh, wake up on the other side of eternity having uh, shot himself twice in the back of the head, then put a plastic bag over his head and thrown himself into a pond somewhere. Because uh, uh, if you listen to the inflection of his voice, this man's not kidding when he says, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to die. These people are playing hardball. These people are in it for all the marbles. If you thought American politics was, was done with kid gloves, you've got another thing coming. These people are serious because they understand what control means. In the long term, in the short term, they understand that without having complete control, they can't do what they want to do. They cannot succeed in implementing the utopia of one transgender child in every home and anyone over the age of 65, uh, what is it, humanely euthanized. Because, you know, you, you can't just go around shooting people in the face. You have to humanely euthanize them. If they're no longer productive, if they're no longer paying their taxes... And again, the useful idiots, the ones that are voting these people into power, they will only be allowed to survive for as long as they're necessary. Once these people obtain power, do you really think they'll let 20-somethings sit at home eating their own boogers and playing video games all day? No. If you're not productive, you either get a one-way ticket to a work camp or you will be humanely euthanized because to do it in any other way except for humanely means that we've not reached our potential as caring and feeling human beings. Now, how many abortions do we have slated for today? Anyway, I know. You're thinking, well, you're, you're a little pessimistic. This is as optimistic as I can get with two daughters that, that – what, within four years are going to be teenagers. At least one of them is. So this, this, is, this, is, this is Mike's maximum level of optimism. Because I know how bad it can get. And it's likely going to get worse than what I've seen so far and what I've heard so far because the people in control are retarded. I know you're not supposed to use that word anymore, but if an onion is an onion, you call it an onion. It's making me cry. Why is this apple making me cry? It's an onion, stupid. So, again, I, there, there's no other word, and, and I have a, a somewhat vast vocabulary. I, I, I know a lot of words, to put it plainly, and still no word fits better than retarded. When it comes to this administration, the leadership, the people in power, and the people yanking the strings. Just do it. Chair of the Arizona Republican Party, who's at the center of controversial leaked audio, allegedly attempting to bribe Kerry Lake into backing down, which even alludes to veiled threats from powerful people. 
oh, no, we wouldn't do that. And just keep in mind, it's the Republican Party. The man was the head, the chair of the Arizona Republican Party. And he got a call from on high saying, shut her up. Just shut her up. Any offer you need to make in order to keep her quiet. And again, I, I, I think her acting a little over the top, the, the Joan of Arc, I'm never going to back down. Stop. I mean, granted, she stood by her principles, but if she's the one that released the audio, it, it, it tells me more than, 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 than the fact that she was so boisterous about her patriotism. Did she do the right thing? Yes. But if she hadn't been the one to release the audio, I would have given it more credence. Let's, let's just leave And I know some of you, come on, Mike, nobody's good enough for you. I, there's, there's no such thing as good enough. There's bad and worse. You pick your poison. Do, do, do you want to have a couple of hot flashes or explosive diarrhea for the next three weeks? You got to pick. I'll take the hot flashes. Which even alludes to veiled threats from powerful people. And again, we need to talk about who these powerful people are. Because it's not Democrats. It's not the Hillary Clinton contingent of uh, <laughs> wiping the slate clean, if you know what I mean. It's, uh, it's, it's Republicans. And somebody in the Republican Party looked at this woman and said, she's a threat. She's a threat to what we want. So for better or worse, at least she's a threat. And they said, just tell us what you want. You want a cush job? There's plenty of Republicans that have gotten cush jobs after voting the way they were told to vote and then you know, uh, resigning from Congress and the Senate because uh, they needed to spend more time with their family. Just just absolute knaves getting a million plus a year to sit on boards that they never have to appear for. I know, but they were so qualified. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan is the name I was looking for. Remember Paul Ryan? He ran with Romney. Paul Ryan's on the board of Fox. I'd, I'd, I'd bet dollar to donuts he's never even been in the Fox building for a meeting of the Fox board, but he's getting his money, and you got to wonder, why Fox? Because they're all corrupt. It's just a flavor of corruption. Why do you think, and we talked about this, why do you think they detest guys like Ramaswamy or Trump so much? Because they've already made their fortunes. They can't be bought. Ramaswamy's rich. He doesn't look it. He wears the same cool jacket, you know, every time you see him. But the guy's got coin. A lot of it. Trump, he's old. He's got coin, too. But for the one person that actually said, no, I'm going to pass on your offer. How many people in politics do you think signed on the dotted line? How many took the offer? How many are walking in lockstep with whatever they're told to do? 
because they got a half-wit son that is now on the board of some uh, pharmaceutical company making seven figures. They got a half-wit daughter that they married off to some other senator's son, and they're living in a $10 million flat in Tribeca. Huh? You understand that to these people, money is a tool. It's not their their end-all and be-all because they understand that once they have control, once they have all the power, they'll have all the money they'll ever want. Huh? So back to this, because it was fascinating. <sighs> Just do it. Chair of the Arizona Republican Party, who was at the center of controversial leaked audio allegedly attempting to bribe, quote-unquote, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it kind of it was a bribe attempt. And he didn't even ask her to leave politics. She said, ah, just take a pause. We'll throw some money at you, you take a pause. Go, go visit all the Cayman Islands. Take pictures with monkeys on your shoulders. Have some ice cream. All we need for you is to be out of the picture for a couple of years because we need to consolidate power. We need to get rid of all the dangerous people that are still in the running. Why do you think they're still pushing Nikki Haley as though she were the next best thing since sliced bread? Every single outlet, including Fox. Come on. I, I told look. The reason Nikki Haley got, got the amount of votes she got in New Hampshire is because a bunch of Democrats voted for her. Now, in a national election, they'd never consider it. So I don't, I don't care where you stand or how you feel about the big orange man. Why do they feel like he's such a threat that they're willing to go to lengths to keep him from being the nominee? And I, and I said this uh, on a friend's uh, I guess, podcast or whatever. We, we had a, an interview and we talked about it a few days ago. Look, I, I don't believe that Donald Trump is going to make it to election day. I, I, I think that if push comes to shove and they see they have no other choice, I, I, I do believe there will be a JFK sort of situation before the elections. And I don't want to see it. I hope I'm wrong. This is not prophetic. This isn't something I saw, but I know how these people work. And by now you should too. So yes, I do believe that if they see they have no other out, because you can only cheat so much. I mean, if, if, if 72% of the people come out and vote and they vote for Trump, there, you, you can't make up with cheating what you would need to get over the top. And they know this. They've run the numbers. They know that Joe Biden is, is as, as popular as Ebola right now. He, he's as popular as dysentery. So it's not as though they can fake the numbers like they did last time and then fake a, you know, a, a, an insurrection so that all the conversation about whether there was cheating or not dies. And there you go. Mr. Robinette Biden, after you, you, you pull up your diapers, because he's got the pull-ups, uh, you know, come on and take the oath and you're president. I, there's too many eyes on this this time. They, they, can't, they can't repeat the insurrection because little old ladies waving American flags are dangerous. 
do, do you understand how played the American populace has been over the last four or five years? And right now, the things that are being said by people in power regarding the big orange man, he's dangerous, he's going to be an end to democracy, he's unfit for office, this will be the end of America. All these things that they're saying, they're not saying by accident. Do you understand that there are unhinged people out there who listen to the things that are being said about this man and, and, and they see themselves as the saviors of the republic by taking this man out? And then when you call them on it, remember Steve Scalise? He got shot in the rump and a bunch of other people got pop pop during a baseball game? They were demonized to the point that they were called Nazis. One guy goes out, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it and I'm going to be a hero. Not one of them took responsibility for, their, for, for, for the things they said. Not one of them took responsibility for, for fomenting hate and, and, and for stirring the flames. They all got quiet as a mouse, didn't they? I hope I'm wrong, but this is the only thing I see happening. I, I, I've, I've been running the probabilities on this in my head. I've been looking at it from different sides of the equation. And if they see that burning cities isn't going to work, starting a war isn't going to work, tanking the economy isn't going to work, then that's their last resort. Because they're willing to see this nation crumble into chaos. They're willing to see this nation crumble into civil unrest. And I know you've been hearing the word revolution a lot more, haven't you? We were early to the game, kids. We were real early to the game, but that's what prophecy is. It's not suddenly starting to talk about something when you're seeing it coming to pass. It's saying that something will come to pass so far in advance that you're scratching your head and going, this man is either of God or he's a lunatic. 1984. It will begin with an internal revolution started by the communists in this country, in the middle of the nation. I'm waiting. And the pieces are being moved into place. Nobody saw this coming in 94, in 2004, never mind 1984. But I, you know what? I'll believe it when I see it. By the time you see it, it'll be too late. Because you know what? For the last 40 years, nobody's asked you for a dime. Nobody's asked you for anything. Nobody's, well, you know, the, the prophet needs a mansion. I talked about this with my friend the other day. The man that you, you, you deem as prophet Dudumit, the man that so many esteem, me and him, every night when the sun went down, used to go dumpster diving for aluminum cans. I was nine years old, and I was being hurled into dumpsters to, 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 to try to find half-full half beer cans and Coke cans to take down to the recycling. So I, what sort of person would I be if suddenly, having gone through all that, I, I'd change my tune? 
You have no clue how, how, how difficult it was coming here to this nation, seven people in a two-bedroom apartment, not speaking the language or anything else. We, we, we did things to make ends meet, one of them being dumpster diving. But yes, the pink-haired lady, she knows it all. This, this is what gets my goad. Just because you like what the individual has to say, you don't look at the fruit of their life, you don't look at what they've said that has not come to pass over and over again. Well, maybe she's right this time. By the time you see the prophecy for America unfolding with your own eyes, it will be too late. And like I said, the only thing that we've we've ever encouraged people is to repent. Turn your heart to Christ. Unburden yourself of the sin that is weighing you down and run into his arms because he will be your only place of safety. There are no good guys anymore. Especially in American politics. You've seen it. Yes, she, she stood up to the bribe. But it was all theoretical, wasn't it? Hold on. Let me, let me have a drink of this. Because I, I, I've seen enough theoretically valiant people, as they were told, when it was no longer theoretical, the carrot may not have worked. But if they'd gone ahead with the stick, it would have all depended on how hard they hit. These people are not playing games. If you haven't figured that out yet, you're a few steps behind. In a statement released Wednesday, do it essentially confirmed the authenticity of the audio, although he called it selectively edited. Throughout the lengthy statement, he expressed more outrage towards Lake, no kidding, who he said was employed by his private company for recording their private conversation than for what was actually said. And he claimed that his discussion was transparent and intended to offer perspective, not coercion. Uh, word salad, word salad, word salad. You know, you knew what you were doing. Somebody with a lot of weight, and I have my suspicions as to who it was, because remember, somebody in the Republican Party, somebody with weight and money behind them, somebody who wasn't just jaw-clapping when they offered money, And if you're playing for stakes as high as these, then the kind of money you're offering isn't something paltry. We're talking Benjamins, kids. Lots of Benjamins. So I have my suspicions as to who I think was the instigator of this uh, olive branch. However, throughout the audio... DeWitt made it abundantly clear that the conversation never happened, which seemingly debunks his claims of transparency. Well, no kidding. 
DeWitt did not address the details of the recording, including the implied bribes and his own suggestion that something very bad could happen to him if he exposed these powerful people. Like I said, if Mr. DeWitt, within the next few months, uh, winds up having uh, shot himself in the back of the head twice, put a plastic bag over his head, and dunked himself in a pond, shouldn't surprise you. He Epstein himself, indeed. So did Epstein. Oh, but we're still telling ourselves that we live in the land of the free in the home of the brave. We're still telling ourselves that barring a few bad apples, our politicians are a-okay. If just the Republicans get into office, man, it'll be smooth sailing. This was the Republican Party making inadvertent threats, trying to bribe people into taking a pause, all because they don't like having someone they can't control anywhere near the levers of power. Because that's what the game's about. It's about having a puppet in office that you can put a piece of paper in front of and they will read as though they'd written it themselves and the next day put something the complete opposite in front of them and they'll read that as though they'd written it themselves. If you think Mr. Robinette Biden has had any original ideas in the past four years, five, six, I don't know. The last time you saw him not shake hands with ghosts and whatnot, you're fooling yourself. It's, it's going to be an interesting 10 months. That's all I have to say about that. DeWitt did not address the details of the recording, including the implied bribes and his own suggestion that something very bad could happen to him if he exposed these powerful people. While DeWitt said he intended to fight for his position, he said he received an ultimatum from Lake's team to resign or face the release of a new and more damaging recording. Huh. And that's how you know Miss or Mrs. Lake is also playing politics. Release it all. Let the chips fall where they may. Let the people know the kind of people that are running their party. Release it all. Same with the Epstein list. I don't care who was on it as long as you tell me who was on it. Then I'll go, yep, that makes sense. Because we all kind of know. But there are some who are still very influential and very powerful that are pulling levers left and right, making sure that that list does not see the light of day. You think it's accidental? You think some janitor from New York ended up in one of, uh, you know, Epstein's brothels and he's the one that's keeping the list from seeing the light? All corrupt. Putrid. Both sides, both parties. Your only choice is bad or worse. But at least the bad doesn't want to see Christians locked up for not uh, validating transgenderism in six-year-olds. So, you know, make of that what you will. I'm not telling you what to do. 
I'm just laying out the fact as they sit. And again, let me make it very clear. Even with everyone going out and voting, even with everyone doing what they're supposed to do, I think the, very, the chances are slim to none that this election can go off without a hitch, that, that the person that wins the most votes will actually be president uh, or, or anything of the sort. So, again, uh, she, she, she does throw out some profanity. So uh, if you have a problem with that, don't go listen to the audio. But uh, if you can tune that out, go and listen because uh, it'll be an eye-opener. These are people who will do anything to retain power. And these are people in the Republican Party who do not want the big orange man to be the nominee or, or to win the election. They can't. They can't let him win the election. Understand this. For, for, for the pink-haired lady that's, that's all a flutter about Trump and his golden stallion, they cannot allow this man to become president again. And they're trying to gaslight the mentally ill. They're trying to gaslight anyone they can that if they need it, someone will take a pot shot at them. I don't want to see this happening, but it's the only way I see it going. I know. This, this, this turned dark pretty quick, but hey, let's, let's uh, have a little levity, shall we? Uh, Alistair Begg, we talked about him uh, last week. His uh, love kindled for the homosexual community and homosexual weddings and apparently, he's doubled down on attending homosexual weddings. And he says he's not budging. At least he used the word budging. It would have been, it, I, I, I would have had to, to keep my laughter in check if, if he would have uh, started out with, I'm not bending over for anyone. Um, I know. See, that's that's infantile humor, Mike. Well, you know, you, you knew what you were getting. I can't be serious all the time. This is the world we're living in is on the precipice. And there's a lot of people that want to push it over because they think that when they rebuild it, they will rebuild it in an image most fitting to their utopia. That's not going to happen. They're delusional, but we've encouraged delusional people to continue in their delusions for so long that it's no longer a surprise. Now, American Family Radio has dropped uh, Alistair Begg's program uh, after his uh, wedding remarks. Uh after 12 years on the air, which, you know what? Good for them for standing up for the truth. Uh, Alistair Begg has not budged. He's doubled down on his insistence that 
Christians can attend homosexual weddings and even buy the couple's gifts. According to the leadership of American Family Radio, uh, resulting in Begg's show being terminated from the lineup. Begg, who pastors Parkside Church in Cleveland, Ohio, and whose program Truth for Life has aired on uh, American Family Radio for 12 years now, sent representatives to speak on his behalf to Vice President Ed Vitagliano of uh, the American Family Radio. And the results they shared were uh, thusly. Taking over the time slot previously occupied by Truth For Life, to speak directly to Begg's audience, AFR leadership said they contacted the pastor to give him an opportunity to say, I messed up, and to provide him with the opportunity to say, I said the wrong thing and I'd like to recant but that no apology or clarification was forthcoming. The two individuals that we talked with, uh, Walker and I, with two individuals from Alistair Begg's ministry, they made it clear that Alistair Begg believes that homosexuality is wrong. He hasn't changed that uh, as far as his views are concerned, but he does, and he does not believe that homosexual marriage is valid and that the practice of homosexual activity is, as the Bible says, an abomination. So all four of us were in agreement with that. But what we could not get them to change, and they said that Alistair Begg is not going to change his mind, was on the issue of whether Christians should attend. Maybe to rebuke it. I don't know. I'm just saying. And the goal of the call and the goal of all Christians when approaching these issues should be reconciliation, but reconciliation in truth. Well, you know what? God bless the uh, American Family Radio, and I'm sure they're going to get a lot of pushback, and there's going to be a lot of pink-haired, face-tattooed, septum-wearing, they-thems protesting their offices with signs that saying love is love and all the other nonsense that certain pastors have uh, made popular or popularized uh, in recent years. So we have that. Uh, Alistair Begg is sticking to his guns, as it were. And another pastor, also a man. See, I haven't picked on women in such a long time. I'm not getting the emails. Why do you hate women? I'm not getting those emails anymore. Uh, pastor Mike Breen. I don't know who that is. But apparently he's leaving Apex Church after confessing to sexual misconduct. What's going on in Ohio? Is it the water? Are you guys getting, like, overflow from Michigan or something? Bring another Ohio church. This one's in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Author and pastor Mike Breen has resigned from his role as lead communicator. Well, there you go. When you call it lead communicator instead of shepherd or pastor, I'm done with you. I don't care. Just 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 because you're a sissy, you shouldn't be a pastor. Oh, did you hear that, Martha? We're not going to listen to this anymore. That's just antagonistic. I'm allowed an opinion, people. Come on. It's Thursday. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. It's 38 degrees outside. I could be out for a walk, but I've chosen to do this because I love you. So you know what? Make a little bit of an allowance. 
telling you where I err biblically. It's not my fault you don't have a sense of humor. That's not on me. Anyway, author and pastor Mike Breen has resigned from his role as lead communicator at Apex Church in Dayton, Ohio. The resignation comes after he confessed to an extended sexual affair with a vulnerable member of their church. Oh, and this is, uh, I've talked about this and it bears repeating. This is, look, immoral and sexual misconduct is one thing and it's horrible and it should not be mentioned among believers. But when you take a spiritual authority as lead communicator and you abuse that authority and use it, as a means of getting what you want from a vulnerable member of the church. I've had to deal with people that have been betrayed that way by spiritual authorities. And if they recover, ever recover, it's a miracle. Most of them never do. Most of them just throw their hands up in frustration and never have a thing to do with the church ever again. So, again, the ministries are trying to cover their rears. They're putting out, uh, you know, public relations statements. They're, oh, you know, he's not associated with us. He just founded the whole thing. But he's no longer associated with us. Because, again, for a lot of these places, it's, it's about the money. It's not about righteousness or holiness. It's not about anything other than the money. No better than politicians when it comes to that so who are we supposed to trust then you no don't trust me either trust the word the book read the book love the book believe the book i'm human i make off-color jokes some of you take them very harshly because like i said not my fault you don't have a sense of humor But as far as trusting people, the word of God says, cursed is the man who trusts in man. Look, I I strive every day to pick up my cross and follow after Christ. I take this very seriously. Because I understand what the punishment is for someone who causes a little one to stumble. But I can't bring myself to say, yep, trust me. Because that would mean I consider myself infallible. And only God is that. Only the word is that. So cling to the word. Cling to Christ. Cling to the Bible. They will never fail you. They will never fall short. You'll never be disappointed in one offhanded sentence that comes out of their mouth. Now, some people do, you know, accuse Paul and Jesus of being misogynist. So uh, I get it, you know, but 
God will never fail you. Men will. Between trusting men and trusting God, my counsel is trust God. Now, the federal government is intent on opening the borders of these United States as wide as humanly possible. Uh, I'm sure that at some point they're going to talk about building a bridge over the Rio Grande because there's too many migrants drowning. What about those who can't swim? Why can't they have freedom just because they didn't learn to swim? So let's build a bridge. But Texas, and again, if you don't live in one of these border states, you don't understand the magnitude of what is going on in places like Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, to a certain extent California, but California is already gone, so why even mention it? You have no clue what's going on. I mean, we live out in the middle of nowhere. This is, this is the middle of the country. And you're, you're, you're starting to notice that, that more and more of a certain demographic are, are packing out all of the apartment buildings in the area. Uh, they're, they're, they're being very territorial. Uh, you, you know, because there's like 17 cars parked on the grass, all in various stages of decomposition, stuff like that. So even out here, it's beginning to, to, to be visible. I can only fathom what's going on in places like Texas. And the Supreme Court, because I know, oh, the Supreme Court, hallelujah, it's all conservative. Now we're, now we're smooth sailing. The Supreme Court said that the federal government can tell uh, Texas to stand down as far as deploying razor wire, but uh, Texas says that it will continue to deploy razor wire. It will continue to try to guard its borders, even though it's, it's not really making a dent. But the Texas military department says that it will continue to hold the line in Shelby Park in their efforts to deter and prevent unlawful entry into the state of Texas. Under Operation Lone Star orders from Governor Greg Abbott, the Texas National Guard's actions continue despite a second demand letter from the Department of Homeland Security. Isn't that oxymoronic? This is from the Department of Homeland Security. And the Department of Homeland Security is telling you, Stop trying to secure the homeland. Naughty, naughty. Why are you trying to secure the homeland? Apparently, uh, European Union border chiefs and the Department of Homeland Security are in lockstep. They agree. They agree that we should just all have open borders. Come on in. And avail yourself of every resource that the federal government is able to bestow upon you at the expense of the American taxpayer. So, how long, dear children, uh, do you think it will be before a critical system failure? Hmm? How long before uh, the biscuit wheels fall off the gravy train? 
Because I've, I've heard of some people from, like, Guatemala going, yeah, we're going back. At least it's warm. At least in Guatemala, we have the papaya, and it's warm, it's nice. We go by the beach. We, we, we catch some fish. Well, why is that? America, oh, it's people pooping on the street in New York. We do not do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how long? How long before critical system failure is my question? Because uh, like it or not, uh, unless you're listening from abroad, we all live here. And uh, when, when the system buckles and when the system breaks, remember these words from your uh, cherubesque friend. It'll be every man for himself. And if you don't have God in your corner when it's every man for himself, you're going to be a hurting. All right. Thank you guys <laughs> for listening. Thank you for being with us. Lord willing... We shall see you again next week. Until then, may you be blessed. Uh, Continue to pray for those who need prayer. Pray for this ministry as well. Because, you know, we speak the truth, therefore. That's all I'm going to say. Gino, if you got any words of wisdom or or wisdom-adjacent words, uh, feel free to bloviate. I will leave you for the day. Gino's on the road, by the way, so he's probably sitting in his car waiting for his three minutes anyway gino all yours buddy hey you're awfully close i'm actually sitting in my truck but what a show enjoyed the whole show uh couldn't concur enough with mike where things are at uh just reminds me of the movie coming out in april called civil war uh yeah there's a movie coming out about american fighting american and government letting this invasion go on and then trying to threaten Texas. You know, government threatening a state, government threatening a governor. And then you've got the whole Cary Lake situation. you got so many things that show the erosion of the United States judicially and through its government that has literally shown the world that we're not the democracy we brag we once were. And the last point I want to make is, again, as Mike said, Trump may not make it to the election because they hate him so much. But we have to pray. We have to seek the Lord. We have to be watchmen on the wall and be strong in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.